Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Hammers. That's where we're at. That's where we're at? Yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Just hanging out, brand new studio. Hey, hey, uh... You know, Eddie's going to get a new uh, perspective. He's going to re- he he's going to appreciate me more because he's going to see my facial expressions and he's going to see my uh, mannerisms and all those different things when I say the things that I'm saying. You're not just going to hear my voice, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Direct eye contact, and I get to see him too. You know, with his pee hat on. You know, we're a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they're not in, uh, the no, they're playoffs. not. They're not uh, those Pittsburgh Penguins. You know. Well, it's not in the playoffs anymore. The Boston Bruins. Oh, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> what a disaster! Well, they tried. Why is it a disaster? It's like the President's Cup. Uh, it, it's it's a curse, isn't it? Kind of. Uh, it seems that way. Eddie, uh, you're the NHL insider here. Uh, you're our expert. Historically, biggest upset of all time, or, or what are we talking about in the NHL as far as the Bruins losing to the Panthers? list i think it's definitely uh, in the discussion for yeah like top two top three can can i throw this question out there if you're a boston sports fan what's worse you have the greatest regular season in nhl history and then you lose in the opening round to the florida panthers who by the way i mean florida always seems to play them tough or the new england patriots who Mm, go undefeated that's it that's the one you think that's worse? Hell yeah. Why? Uh, because they go all the way to the Super yeah. Bowl and then lose? Undefeated in the Super Bowl. I, I think this is worse. No it's, way. It, it's the first round. No and, way. And the Patriots. They had a 3-1 series lead. And Super it, Bowl's one, one game, you know. Those, those cats came back. Yeah. And then, I, I just look at it like this. Look out for the cats. If, if you lose in the first round. It's like no harm, no foul. Because if you lose in the second round, it's like you lost in the second round. But if you go undefeated and you're in the the last game of the year, 
the last game and you lose that bitch, no way. No but way. I, do, I, I do feel like for the players it would be more depressing, but probably, I don't know, after having that season for the Bruins and you lose to the Kiats like that. Um, the Kiats. But also, uh, with the Patriots, the Giants had played them tough towards the end of the regular season. Right. That was a really good game. It was a neutral site. This was at home. This was overtime. And they had a 3-1 lead. And and you had a lead you in that game. Straight <laughs> and, to blow it. and they had a 3-2 lead. And they had the lead in this game yes. with a minute left. I mean, a the Patriots had the lead. They had the lead. Yeah. You had to catch the ball on the helmet. Like, think about that. Oh, was that the bubblegum helmet? One? That's the bubblegum bubblegum helmet. Bubblegum. Stuck stick to my helmet. The David Tyree catch. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I don't. You Eli know what, Manning had to scramble for twenty minutes and throw the ball up. And Rodney which Harrison couldn't. Which, um, ro- yeah, that's true, right? Okay. <laughs> in fact, he could scramble that long. Yeah. Um, have y'all flown through uh, Boston Airport, Logan Airport, there, Boston? No. Yes. I have. Okay. So I let me just paint this picture there. for you. Okay. Yeah. If you went up and Dang. looked up, uh, the, like a Wikipedia page <laughs> from every one of those teams. All right, the Bruins, the Celtics, the Patriots, the Red Sox. They have every championship banner. Hanging up as you go through security. No, it's pretty obnoxious. Dope. It's, pretty it dope. Is, obnoxious. It's most. You think, <laughs> I think, you, that's you, you think that you've seen success for a sports town. Then you walk through that and you go, oh, these people are kind of spoiled. <laughs> like, now, I don't think they uh, take for granted what's happened. Like, I think they, they are a great sports town. They're great. It's a great fan base. But they've had so much success that eventually you're going to have some of the downside with it, too. Like, you're going to have the New England Patriots going undefeated, being on the brink of being the greatest team in NFL history, only to lose the Super Bowl to the Giants. Or the greatest, you know, the greatest season in NHL history, only to lose to the, the Florida Panthers, the Cats, uh, in the first round. Like, kids. <laughs> that stuff's going to happen. Like it's, it's, it's just it's going to happen when you're that successful and you're always in the playoffs and you're, you're playing for a Super Bowl and you played for, what, eight? How many did, how many did Bill Belichick and Tom Brady play for over the period of period of time together 10 like I 10. think yeah 10. 10. okay there you go like yeah. you you when you when you put yourself in competition that much yeah you're gonna be on the wrong side of it a couple times too I played for seven years Just put it in perspective for you one play uh, two playoffs during my time I played in one and I played for seven years only playoffs we ever went to we lost in New England so, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they went to more Super Bowls than I had years in the league. <laughs> like, but, that's, but that's and, crazy. And for real, like, it's worth just the flight. <laughs> just going through Boston security when you well, see all the well, all the banners, all the it's, it's you're like, wow, it's well, a party really town, impressive. man. Yeah, People, if you too. didn't know. Like what I didn't realize, I was I was dating a chick that went to Harvard uh, Med School. Oh, uh, Loki Brad. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was Loki Flat. She was Harvard. She was freaking beautiful too. Um, <laughs> so freaking beautiful. Um, total package right there. Total package. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I was in Boston quite a bit. <laughs> blow dart. Yeah. But I, like, there's that whole <laughs> pocket blow <car>. dart. <laughs> Like take down a elephant blow dart <laughs> on that one, all right? Um, and and you know they had like that row of like, like bars, apples. right? I liked them. 
I bobbed for him. Oh, jeez. I didn't pick him. I bobbed for him. <laughs> I'm talking about Bastin, man. I had the clam chatter. It was yeah. good, too. I tell you, the clam chatter is different in Boston, bro. That's what I hear. Yeah. So but, is the main. Yeah. The main. The, 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 the main. Um, what is it? The the lobster or what? what's the main, main lobster? Yeah. Or crab or whatever well, it is. It sounds like it's from Maine. But. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> lobster roll. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's there. It was well, there in Boston. I tell it, you that. It, it is funny uh, that Brady mentions the they air. did bring it from Maine. It That's is why it's called Maine. <laughs> it wasn't called Boston crab. No, what's that? It is. Uh, it is funny. Yeah, that I didn't want to catch but, Boston crabs. But, but either, yeah, you know. people have got crabs in Boston. Yeah, I didn't want to catch so. them. Man. <laughs> you don't want to catch them, and you don't want to house them. You know. <laughs> It is. You damn sure don't want to eat them. Yeah, yeah definitely oh, not. Yeah. Uh, definitely not. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your breakfast, everybody. All but right. uh, it's it is funny that, that Brady mentions Soft flying. Shell. Brady mentions flying when it comes to Boston because, uh, well, there there was a comp made on the loss for the Bruins last night. Take it away, Jack Edwards on Nesson Television. Brady wins the series for Florida, and this joy. Is that Harry Carey? <laughs> it's not uh, Harry Carey. I think he was just oh, so wow. stunned. I mean, that sounded well, like Harry Carey. Oh, man. Well, he was right drinking at the start of overtime. Boston spelled backwards. It's not stop. Hi. Hindenburg spelled backwards. Ha. Um, was it Tampa before that? Is that right, Eddie? Oh, man. Tampa, what do you mean, Tampa? It was the President's Cup winner, and then they lost in the first round. I'm trying to think who was the last one to do it. Yes. Yeah, it was correct. Tampa? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. got swept yeah, by Tampa. Columbus. That's Jeez. right. The, or some people call them the, the Manitoba sweater coats. You know, some people call them. Sweater coats. Who calls them that? I, I, okay, I was at a Panthers game one time, and these guys were annihilated. And, and this, you have to understand, this is a while back, because before the Panthers got good, their ownership kind of changed over. They were sparsely attended. I mean, it, it, was, it was always like one of the funny things. They shoot off the cannon with the T-shirts, and you're like, all right, is it going to hit a seat or a fan? And like the favorite was the seat. Hmm. Like the odds were on, were favored towards the seat, and then you'd see a kid or someone would eventually run over. There's times where like it'd be the people cleaning up after the game would get a free T-shirt because oh, there was a, just they shot the that cannon. Yeah, just it, they shot it to somewhere where no one was at. Hmm. But they changed over ownership. A lot, lot of changes within that organization, and they've been. I mean, they've been competitive since. Much more competitive, better attended. There's a lot of um, a lot of hype around them. And so, but we were at a game, and we, it was back then. It was when uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, my brother-in-law, was playing for them, and so they were in town. And these, these I don't know where these guys are from, but they, they just kept calling them the, the Manitoba sweater coats instead of the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> so, I, 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 I don't know where they the got that from. Coats. 
It was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. They were hammered while like trying to get it out and trying to like just trying to say Manitoba Manitoba sweater coats. Yeah, Man- well, Manitoba sweater coats. I mean, we had yeah. uh, we had three games. That's, that is kind of hard to say. Yeah. yeah, like Maine Lobster in Boston. Hey, by the way, can I say this? The, the Russell Wilson jinx on Colorado and leaving Seattle just continues. Now you got now you got the Abs losing to the Kraken last oh, night. Unfortunately, I'm just listen. Thanks and, for bringing that. By the way, yeah. there's no way in hell that your brother-in-law is anywhere close to 100%. He looked like no, he was not. really banged up. But towards is. the end of that game, trying to get out, get to the bench, he was almost doubled over just trying to reach the bench. And I don't think yeah, it was he's, fatigue. He's, he's getting shot up <laughs> just to play right now. He's got a groin injury, which for hockey is obviously pretty important. Join so. the club with the juices of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, the problem is, I, I don't know that Tordal is going to fix it. He might get need to get Oh, no, it's not going to fix it. Yeah. yeah I mean, he might, he's you probably get through. to fix it. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get through. Yeah. I didn't say he's going to fix it. I said, Let, don't fix it, Jesus. Just just get me through. And that Tordal will get you through. Yeah. Oh, man. Jeez. Where are you hitting me today, Doc? The arm, the booty. Where, where, where are you getting me? Right there? Okay. You're going to put the Band-Aid right there? I don't need a Band-Aid, Doc. I'm good. And then when it's all gone, how's it feel? Uh, bad. <laughs> but that's like Tuesday. It's like Tuesday when you get when you get the feeling back. Like you're sore Sunday night. Like you, when you start to come down off of your, your adrenaline high and all that stuff, you feel it a little bit. But you don't feel it till like Monday. You're 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 stiff as hell. Tuesday, you're like, am I alive? Like, am I going to make it? And go figure, because you only have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday really left. Like Wednesday. And Tuesdays, generally, in the old days, Tuesday was bloody Tuesday. So that was the day you were going to bang. You know, so if you felt that bad on Tuesday, you know, it was pretty bad for you, you know. Yeah. But that tore all get you through, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh-wee. Tore tall. Nectar of the gods. Nectar of the gods. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. So Aaron Rodgers, man, making himself at home, huh? How about that? How about hey, Rodgers, really making himself at home. Uh, he's already working with uh, the Jets. He's already there at the facility. Uh, Robert Sala speaking glowingly about Aaron Rodgers and just what he's done already in his time with the New York Jets. He's even going to a couple of games. He was at the Knicks game yesterday. He was at the Rangers game the night before. How about how about Aaron Rodgers trying to make his presence felt there? Is he rubbing in rubbing in the fact that he didn't have all those opportunities to have a social life in green bay is that oh, what this is i'm just wow. asking here i mean shots fired you can't control you know green bay not having anything else other than the packers my gosh i mean he is a part owner with the milwaukee bucks so yeah. it does feel like uh you it's know maybe this game. is you know yeah. and I'm, and look i'm not trying to be you know disrespectful or anything but i mean the knicks did lose that game they did. So yeah, Brunson's still mm-hmm. playing well, but yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, though, we don't know about his right ankle. Yeah, that's that's that always something. It, it, I saw like a two-and-a-half-minute clip, though, as they were going throughout like all the celebrities who are there in attendance. And it's pretty funny. They, they, they'd show each, each, uh, each celebrity and sometimes like a past New York Nick. And, you know, the crowd would be like, yeah, you know, yeah. And I kept kind of going. And then there'd be some like the <laughs> people didn't know. And he'd just be like, oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, oh <laughs> it's like just nothing. Like he really didn't hear anything at all. And I was like, all right, but that's the environment, man. Madison Square Garden. It's just such a such a cool place. Yeah. You know, and by the way, I'm glad he's like going out and about and taking all this stuff in. Like, I think that's a step for Aaron Rodgers, who throughout the course of his career in Green Bay, like wasn't recluse, but was obviously not as much in the limelight. And maybe that had a little something to do with what you're saying there, Jonas. But now I think if you're going to be the New York Jets quarterback and a New York quarterback in general, you have to be comfortable with being in the spotlight. You have to be comfortable with going to those things, experiencing them and being around, you know, people. It's just it's a, it's a part of the deal. And the fact that he's already out doing it, I think it shows you how this thing's going to go. Like, I, I think some people might have felt like he didn't feel comfortable with with doing this, those sorts of things. But he seems very comfortable, you know, taking it all in and kind of experiencing what is this this second life if you will within the game of football mm. he is a star and it, it listen if if he wins his stardom goes to a whole entirely different place so he's in the perfect he's in the perfect scenario and situation to be able to you know he doesn't have to say people are coming here for Aaron Rodgers in New York City and and if he's able to win, I mean, look at Broadway Joe. There, people don't even you you would not even be able to recollect what Broadway Joe looked like playing football. But they still, he is so beloved. He's so popular. You know, he's doing you know potty potty commercials and you know other types of commercials to this day. He wore pantyhose. I mean. Bro, Broadway Joe. If if you know about Broadway Joe, the dude was just he was he was a maverick. He was a, he was a trendsetter. I mean, he was he was the dude. He's a PA guy. Yes, he is. Um, where, where, where is, is Joe Beaverton? from? Beaver Beaver Falls. Yeah, Beaver from. Falls. Beaverton yeah. Beaver Falls. Same we thing. always make fun of the fact that he he left he left that Western PA accent and dialect behind and and totally adopt adopted the Alabama. The Alabama talk, way of talking, you know, he's got real. He got we we sound country, but he sounds super Alabamian country. So, um, but anyway, I just think as it applies to to Aaron Rodgers and the situation that he's in right now, if if he is able to have a measured level of success, and I mean measured meaning if they can make it to the playoffs, win their division. I'm just gonna ask that. What's the right expectation? For I the think Jets? win the division first. Right, the Bills still there. I I think if they're able to win the division, you you're now saying with the Bills still there, they were able to to win the division. Like, what would be considered a failure for Rodgers? Not winning the division. I don't. So here's here's what I'll say about that: is they don't need to win the division to win a Super Bowl. That's true. I'm not saying the the Super Bowl is the. I mean, ultimately, it's the end goal. But I'm not saying if they don't win it, it's a bust. I would say if they don't make the playoffs, that's a that's a big disappointment. Like they, this whole thing is building towards them being a playoff team, and then them making a run. And I, I, I could see that, but I still think, yeah, if they made the playoffs, that 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 yeah, because because they don't need yeah. to win, you know, the division to make the playoffs. That's obviously. true. That's so true. I, I think if they didn't make the playoffs, that's when everyone's a year from now looking back on what the hell just happened. Yeah, <laughs> you know. If they took a step forward and were able to make the playoffs, that would you would have to consider the season to be yeah, a success. The, the AFC is so tough. I, though, I, I would almost say playoffs though and a win. Mm. Like you got to get you got to get to the divisional round. Yeah, hmm. you got to get at least to the divisional round. 
you know, and, and look, if, if you can win the division, to your point, Var, and you get to host a, a wild card round playoff game, or, I mean, God forbid, your top overall seed, you get a bye, and you're hosting divisional round, like, that's a home run. You're the number one overall seed in that division, as competitive as, as it's going to be in the AFC East, that's a home run. But let's just say you, you do win the division, you're hosting a wild card game. Like, that to me, you know, Woody Johnson's probably looking at saying, a year from now, we were we didn't know if we could make the playoffs because of our quarterback. And now I'm not saying that they're making it because of it, but we feel like we got a shot to win a Super Bowl because of it. Like, we should, we're going to be in the playoffs and in, in the tournament every year because of our roster and because of our quarterback. Well, what did you say last week? He's, he gives you three extra wins. So they yeah, just, I, I think without a doubt. Yeah, so they're a 10, a 10 win team next year just with three extra wins based on what they did this past season and assuming they're going to have you know a better luck health wise as far as you know what happened that game in denver when they lost Brees hall and they lost um you know the offensive lineman uh who went down with the injury the same Elijah game Veritaker, yeah, yeah it just felt like everything sort of went downhill from there and then you've got all the chaos and everything to go along with it i just i don't know barring health I don't know how this doesn't work and isn't a success for the New York Jets because the AFC is tough, but there's only really like I would say I'm I'm more confident in Kansas City and Cincinnati in the AFC. I don't even know about the Bills. Like, I just think those two teams, I would say right now, clearly ahead, I like them more than I like the Jets. The Bills feel like things are just they a little left a weird. a lot of question marks leaving out of the season this past year. Who, Buffalo? Yeah, absolutely. It's just we- There's something weird like, going on Like, did they there, hit man. their ceiling? Like, Dude, that's I asked myself, the moment they lost that, their last game, did they hit their ceiling? Like, why did Leslie I, Frazier leave? Why did, why did yeah. Stephon Diggs panic and freak out? You I, know? I looked at their draft and felt like it was a little bit of that. Hmm. Like, I, I, I mean, look, Dalton Kincaid's a good player out of Utah. I, I don't get it when you've got Dawson Knox there, who's under contract till 2026. So maybe they want to play more two tight end sets, but it, it just felt like a bit of a reach at that spot. And did they trade up to take him as well? Uh, or maybe they got that pick previously uh, in a transaction. But anyway, the point is, like, that was a pick where I was like, huh, you know, you need help. You got, you got bullied against the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs last year. You need help up front. And now they, they did get Osiris Torrance in the second round, who was, you know, one of the better interior offensive linemen in this draft class. A, a big, a 6'5", 350. Like, that's a big dude. And he's going to move some people around, be a, a road grader. And, and I like the shorter pick in the fifth round. He'll add some depth to the, to the wide receiver group. But I, I'm just sitting there kind of watching it going, I was, I was thinking the exact same thing you just said, LeVar, because I thought back to the playoffs, I'm looking at the draft going, man, maybe they're just – maybe this is it. Like, maybe that's as good as they're going to be able to get to at this point based on all the things involved. Well, yeah. pl- plus 225 right now. You want to get in on DraftKings? Plus 225 for the Jets to win the AFC East. Feels like uh, – I, I, don't, I don't think that's a bad bet. I really don't. You'd have to think that it's only – I mean, and, and I know – I've listened to some people talk about this before – They've said go through the past few seasons for the Packers. Sometimes they've got off to a slow start, and which is odd because I was like, wait, they went like thirteen and three or thirteen and four, whatever it was, a few years ago. So they, they couldn't have got off to that slow of a start. But the thought is that there's a, the potential chance for value to me at least now, because I think once they start playing games, that's when you're, you're probably seeing those odds be bet down some. 
as the season goes on. The schedule's getting released reportedly May 11th, so it's coming up in about a week and a half. And I'm just I'm wondering, the Jets have got to be one of the primetime games week one, correct? They've got to be. Whether it's you know uh, one of the Monday night games if they're doing double barrel Monday night games this year. Uh, if it's they, they feel like that's got to be. That? Are they still officially calling it the double barrel? Game? I don't know because I don't know if they're going to be doing that again because they, yeah. they they got rid of it I think last year but then brought it back for like week two or something. They just they did some but funky you, stuff last. You're year. the one who's coined the phrase though double barrel. Right? Yeah, yeah, big time. Yep. I mean, look, that's that's how it's got to be. Somebody's got to come up with this stuff and they got to be creative enough. And clearly, the powers that be at the NFL weren't creative enough to come up with it. So that's why I'm here. You know, try and come up with some of these names for this stuff, but. I, the Jets have got to be featured in one of these primetime games. I, I would feel like that's that's the move. That's the approach they're going to take. And then when it comes to uh, just the season opener, obviously we know it's going to be Kansas City is going to be hosting the uh, debut game, the premier game, the first game of the season, the launch of the NFL this upcoming year. And it feels like the Bills, Bengals, and Eagles make the most sense as far as who Kansas City would open up with at home and my money's on the Cincinnati Bengals. What do you think Ooh, about that? That could be a very uh, very spicy one. Because those are yeah. all scheduled to be home games for yeah. Kansas City. Get a VAR. Yeah, what, what do you think, think about that? Yeah. I mean, why not? Cincy, Buffalo, or Philly to open up the season ooh, for ooh, the Bills? Ooh, ooh. Uh, well, uh, or for the Chiefs, rather. For the Chiefs, yeah, I, I would love for it to be a rematch. Bills? No. Eagles? Oh, Eagles. Okay. Yeah, I'd love for it to be the Eagles. You think they'd roll that back? Why not? Week one? Philly, Kansas City, if that was the last game we saw last year? Why not? I don't know. I, I mean, like the, way, the way it kind of didn't end but ended. <clears throat> saw what it did there. But there's some bad blood between Kansas City and Cincy. You yeah. Get the, you get the mayors well, going the back Cincy, and forth. The, the Bengals kind of have Casey's, you know. Who cares? <laughs> They kind of had their ticket, you know, kind of had their number. I didn't even know the mayors were going back and forth. Brady tipped me off to mm, that. They were going back and forth. I, I had no idea. Then Chelsea just, make sure we know. Chelsea loves, <laughs> loves that stuff. Hold on. By the way, you can't bring up Travis Kelsey and not acknowledge what happened this weekend. What do you mean? When he spiked the Lombardi, he drank a beer off it and spiked it on stage. No, he oh, didn't. Oh, he did. And, like, people were like, this is going one of two ways. Either the Chiefs are cursed now because of this, or uh, it, it's it's like maybe they own it, so that's what they can do with it. Didn't Gronk dent yeah. the Lombardi well, years they got, ago? They got in trying yeah. to play baseball. You're, you remember the lady, the daughter of the guy who makes them was, like, terribly offended that right. they were throwing it from, from boat to boat when they she's, were doing their parade. She's not going to like this, then. No, she ain't going to like this. She ain't going to like this one. He literally spiked it. Unless it's like a <laughs> fake one or something. I hope it was a fake one. Dude, but but I kind of hope it was real because if he spiked the real Lombardi trophy, that might – you called the other dude. Who did you call a, a – for? oh, you called him a savage for finishing the rep. Oh yeah, yeah. Kelsey, I mean, Kelsey's on, a savage for spiking the guy. Day. Do you think he's planning on trophy. winning so many that he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna have bump this, this one. one. Screw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, work for Gronk now. Kelsey's doing it. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT. Or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off the show! Are you serious? Listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. I mean... (sighs) What do you mean? You know, I feel like Brady Quinn and I have done a much better job promoting We Are... 
over the past few days. I feel like we've done a much better job. I feel like that was a button moment, but uh, we can't do it today, but that's all right, you the, know? Well, this, this is my it's point. Right. Okay, what, what's your point? We were trying to say, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers picking at the top of the second round, yep. you're either trading away that pick yeah. or you're going with Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. I mean, how baby. crazy is that? How cool of a story is that? I mean, that's what we, that's what we said was going to yes. happen. Yes, and, yeah. and you were saying, nope. They, they should take, take a quarterback. quarterback. I didn't say they should. I said that was what was being discussed. Yeah, you said don't be surprised. Yeah, and I and I put that out there because one Jay Glazer. I'm gonna just call it out like Jay said it. So I was just repeating it. I'm not gonna own that. Are you sure that they didn't? He didn't say cornerback because like there's so many times someone says, "Oh, he's a quarterback." I'm no, like, no. He said quarterback. If, he said if Hendon Hooker was still there, he was there at round two. Let alone Will Levis, that they would think about taking him with their pick. That's what he said. Now you know what you did get right though. What's you, that? you said Will Levis should leave the draft after slipping out of the first round. Yes, and he did. Good. <laughs> he Good failed. For him. Come yeah. on, man. He should have stuck it out. Same suit, same everything. Same bo. Make it awkward I mean, for everybody else. He's a good-looking kid. His family, his siblings are good-looking siblings. Is anyone else good-looking around him? His girlfriend is good-looking. <laughs> yep. Certainly Everything is. was just good-looking. The only thing that was a bad look was he didn't get his name called. That, oh, that, was, that was it. That was it. Otherwise, everything was on point. Oh, yeah. Even mom looked good. Like, everybody's just good. It's just a good-looking family, man. God bless the Will Levis and the Levis family and the Levis yeah. girlfriend. Shouts out to y'all. Now they're going to Nashville. And there's a lot of good-looking people in in Nashville, too. I love LeVar. Yeah, there's a lot of good people, good-looking people in Nashville. Everybody good-looking around him? Um, It's just, he was good-looking. You didn't mind looking at him. I didn't mind looking at them being on the camera not getting drafted. And they kept showing them, and then it was a new good-looking sibling or a new good-looking person, and it just started. The numbers started to rack up and tally up, and I was like, "How many good-looking sisters you, does he I have?" Mean, you couldn't stand up. You were so ex- excited. I won't say that it, it got that that you know critical or that that I did not get that involved. Um, but I will say, I mean, <coughs> just at a glance, oh, it was man. like, wow. Like every time they show Will, it's like Will's a good-looking dude. Like he is. Like he's a fine young man. Um, and then they just kept showing fine young ladies that were sitting with him, and and most of them looked like him. That All was right. the weird thing. So let's see if you guys can guess this. All right, I want to see if you. Then there see was how... one. The only way I was able to tell her apart was her hair was darker than the rest of them. That was the only thing that kind of separated them. Yeah, it's like darker hair, but you know it is what it is. So I just typed she a in. Duddy. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely not a dud mm. at all. No. But I just typed in Will Levis into Google. Okay, huh. what would you guess is the first thing Girlfriend. that pop? Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. Uh, so there's, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of horny people out there that just want to know who was Will Levis sitting with, apparently, uh, at the NFL draft. And that's ridiculous. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's preposterous. The, I think mean, it's thing. ridiculous, yes. LeVar. Yes, I think it's I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely That shouldn't be the first thing you want to know. The no. first thing you should want to know is how does Will feel still yeah. sitting here waiting to get know. drafted? What's the second thing, LeVar? Uh, how good looking the people were around him. Yeah. <laughs> and who are they? And how old are they? That'll work. There you go. That will work. There you go. Not for me. <clears throat> you know. <clears throat> not, not for me. I just think for anybody who's eligible. Yeah. And out there. I mean, 
why not want success? You know, you are the company that you keep. And, you know, these people were sitting at the NFL draft, which means that there's some success success connected to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. I mean, you do tend to not realize when you're in that position, like – or just even being in the spotlight, like the ancillary things that come from that. Like I remember just playing in the Fiesta Bowl and my sister's half jersey and how much run that got. Oh, I'm sure. Where like people to this day will still come up and they'll be like, hey, I remember seeing AJ's sister with that half cut jersey on. You guys still married? I'm like, no. That was my and sister. Because it was bum. my sister. Right. And yes, they're married. Yeah. Like, no one even got the story straight. The only thing they remembered about it is the half jersey. Mm. And I was like, it's so, I mean, even the draft, like sitting on there for a while. And I was with, I had my high school sweetheart there with me. And like, that was what like people would, would talk about, or Google search or whatever. I mean, it, the tough part about it is, in in some ways, like you're prepared for the spotlight and everything that comes with it as an athlete, especially when you played at a big university or you're you know in the spotlight from high school to college, college to the NFL. But the people around you aren't, and obviously the the internet can be a crazy place. So I I think that's the toughest part is you know it's not the tough part for Will. Will Will's in a great scenario now. He goes to the Tennessee Titans. He doesn't have to rush to go play. They've got Tannenhill there. They've got a, a, a team that can run the football. He doesn't have to do it all with his arm. Um, and, and by the way, it's close to where he played college ball, right? That, that always plays a little bit of a factor, too, being in a familiar surroundings or somewhat. But it, it's like everyone else are, are the ones that aren't prepared for that and for that transition, for that moment, what comes along with it. Like, that's the toughest part of all of it. But I'm just glad so many people enjoyed, you know. <laughs> Watch the draft this week. Oh, it is entertaining. I talked to my kids about that too. I told both my sons. What, I said, what, Will Levis' girlfriend? No, uh-huh. I mean they they have very. So they probably very, already knew, didn't they? They have. They, they super, probably came to you. They're like, "Daddy, what's happening here?" I mean, they have super attractive sisters. Gia Duddy. So that's her name. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's a Penn Stater too, by the way. Is she? Look it up. Well, let's look it What's up. What's her NIL status going on there? I don't know. She was. She might have been an athlete. I don't know, but I, I'm pretty certain she's a Penn Stater. Um, but yeah, I was telling my my sons. I was like, man, could you imagine being good enough to go in the first round where you're at the draft and we're sitting at the draft? I said, from mom on to, all the way down. I said, you got to figure for man that'll be six years. So the baby will be. 14 by then so she'll be pretty pretty big almost the age of of the 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 middle child right now but they're all really good looking like six foot built well nice features i said golly i said the only ugly dude there be me but uh, you know yep penn stater we are i told you man yeah, we do it all yes. right. We do all right uh, up in State College, man. Yes, we are. You know? yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. Definitely are. Yeah. LeVar sure. Islands, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get you some LeVar Islands at 210. You know, go party at Chance with my boy DJ Richter. Richter, Richter, Richter. What up, Rick? Yeah, you know. Yeah, we get it in. Yeah. We definitely get it in, and it, some really good-looking people yeah. in State College. Well, good for Will. Levis. Well, now the world knows that you know we're not the best-kept secret anymore. So all the recruits out there, if you were wondering if you should go to the middle of the state because it's not uh, it's not Pittsburgh or or Philly, or you want to go somewhere else where it may be warmer. I mean, you know, 
they're really good looking people it's, it's in central central uh, Pennsylvania as well you know definitely are yeah there you go proof right here that that is proof a lot of proof I mean that's that's, that. that's, pro- that's proof who's she with there that's interesting <laughs> Will Levis uh, no not there <laughs> uh let's see that's not let's Will see. who is that yeah, I don't know that, uh, who is that yeah it's oh uh, well yeah. at least it's uh, not a competitor no no no, no it's no. not a competitor no definitely not a competitor yeah it's, uh, it's but, more of a comrade uh, oh okay. a, a constituent did you hear uh, Mike Vrabel <laughs> with the same outlining they asked Mike Vrabel <laughs> In curvature. <laughs> uh, they asked. They asked Mike Vrabel. Oh, they said, "So what does this mean?" Oh, for the oh did they room? really? Yeah. Oh, no, they, no, not about that. Really? Uh, not about that. But oh, okay. All they right. asked Just Rabel, making sure we change subjects. <laughs> they're like, they're huh? like, "What does this mean for the quarterback room?" And he said, "Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starter. Malik Willis is going to be the backup, and Will Levis is going to be the third quarterback on Monday." And that's how we're going to do it every day. Uh, they're going to basically take it day by day. It feels like there could be an opportunity for Will Levis, if he shines, that he that he could get that job. Like, it feels like if Will Levis performs well, we saw this happen. Remember when the Eagles traded away Sam Bradford? They brought in Carson Wentz, and there was an injury, I believe, in Minnesota, and they traded away Sam Bradford. I just wonder if it gets to the point where Tennessee looks at this and says, we're kind of in a rebuilding spot. It feels like we've done gone as far as we can with Ryan Tannehill. And in that division, which everybody feels like Jacksonville is, is the runaway favorite right now based on what they did last year, I just wonder if we're going to see Will Levis sooner rather than later in comparison to where he may have gone somewhere else in the draft towards the end of the first round. Seems like there's a lot worse situations and scenarios for Will Levis than going to Tennessee with Gia Duddy, assuming she goes with. (laughs) I I don't see it. I I think if Tannehill's there, unless they moved on from him or something, um, he's the guy. You know, he kind of went through this last year with Malik Willis. Malik Willis got drafted. There's a bunch of hype around him. Uh, even though I think a lot of people who watched this tape knew that he was going to need some time to develop, and you know they put him in in play, and clearly he's not ready yet. And it's probably one of the reasons why the Titans went with Will Levis <clears throat> when they took him there, because they feel like he's probably got a better shot of, of being the guy after Ryan Tannenhill. But th- this, to me, is more of a battle between Will Levis and Malik Willis uh, for the backup spot, and then Ryan Tannenhill is going to be the starter. I, I just... he. He's got such a better foundation of, you know, knowledge, experience, you know, his, his timing, anticipation within the offense, all those things. And you talk to people, you know, last year who going into like training camp, preseason, all that, they're like, you, you just you, you can't re- you can't replicate that. If you don't have that experience in the NFL, it's hard to replicate, especially for the coaching staff, the ease of, of being able to have a guy that's, you know, been there, done that. You're not worrying about him walking in the huddle and giving the right play call. You know, as as much as that sounds like oversimplified for people out there, when you get a rookie quarterback, you're worried about that. You know, you're giving him the call on his helmet and he's repeating it, and it's not anything he's done before because they they don't you don't do that at the college level. And so, a lot of times, you're making sure he's just getting people lined up. He knows where people are supposed to be. It is an entirely new process for a lot of guys walking into the league. So. Uh, I'm not saying Will Levis can't handle that or he won't be ready at some point, but to me, it's it's Tannenhill, his job, unless they move on from him. What'd you make I, of, I don't, of uh, Hendon Hooker in Detroit, third round? I mean, he needs time anyway because of his knee. So this is this is one of those where you're going to see Jared Goff for a year, 
And then after this year, you know, once Hennon Hooker's had the chance to be in the system, then they'll have to make a decision on where they feel like he's at. And hopefully he can make enough progress through practice and rehab where, you know, maybe he could be on the active roster to back up or he can get some live game reps. But torn ACL nowadays, I mean, they're, they're really, I mean, they're pretty patient with it. You know, usually it's, it's going to be about 10 or 12 months. You know, the whole guy's coming back in six to seven months. You know, that used to be a, a thought, you know, rushing, rushing guys back. But I think that's also uh, led to more, you know, re-injuries or issues with it down the, down the road. So there's no reason to rush him back, in my opinion. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with the air. Totally, like, derailed this whole entire segment, by the way. I don't know if it was so much him as it was who he brought with him. His plus one, if you will. Uh, I'm just saying, if it was Will Leffes that, that yeah, created man, this. Check your phone in a minute. What were we yeah. supposed to talk about? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what we're going to uh, – I mean, that the NBA is thrilled that the Golden State Warriors eliminated the Kings because it sets up a Golden State-LA uh, Lakers matchup in the next Ooh, round. Gosh, so that is that. sexy. That is hot. Yeah, so that we've is got like, that to look forward know, to. Draft plus one hot. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 